Hey, welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Nikki. I'm Shaysel. And I'm Jill. Um, so does anybody have fun plans coming up? Um, I have Lala this weekend. Woo! Yay! Woo! Yeah, I'm actually in the city with Shaysel right now because of Lala, even though I'm not going. My brother is <laughs> with Shaysel. <laughs> so I'm crashing the night before. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, so I'm not doing anything this weekend. How about you, Jilly? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, in what, two and a half weeks, you have us coming. Yeah. yeah that's so Ooh. soon. Yeah, road trip. And Shelby is like, I feel like she's like a 75%. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. hopefully Shelby. We're considering her 100% for the sake of. <laughs> yeah, for the sake of this episode, <laughs> she's 100% going. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Are right, you're going all four days to Lala, right? Yeah, and I'm really excited. Um, I love music festivals. These bitches know it, but our listeners do not know that. So I am back on my bullshit. <laughs> and after this, I have three other festivals that I'm going to in the next couple of months. So I'm kind of nervous about that, but like I'm also excited to get back in the groove of this type of stuff. So I'm super excited. I literally are. I already know the texts you're going to send after like your second or third. You're going to be like, my body is so tired and achy. <laughs> like, you're, literally, you're just going to be like, I'm a corpse. <laughs> no, Nikki, literally, I, I'm i so nervous about it. Like I've never, ever thought about my stamina for anything like this. And it's not going to stop me from going all four days and stuff like that. But before, I wouldn't even question it. And this year, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I have to brace myself, which feels kind of weird. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not that old. Like, I, I can handle this. Mind over matter. <laughs> I feel like it's just being like more aware. Like you've done it enough times to be like, this is how I feel afterwards and I'm still doing it. But like, I'm going to feel like shit. <laughs> right. And since it's been like two years now, I'm like, oh man. It's kind of like before when I like didn't take care of myself at all with sleeping and stuff. I was like in a constant state of like feeling shitty, but it was like, I, it was my norm. So now that I'm more healthy with that type of stuff, when I don't sleep or anything bad happens, or like when I drink or anything, it's just, ugh, it's too much. Well, that was literally me this past weekend. I just went out with my friends on Friday, like in the suburbs. So it wasn't even anything crazy, but I ended up being up until four in the morning drinking. And then I came to the city, went out with my sister I was up until four in the morning drinking. And so on Sunday, I'm still having residual depression from that. Oh like my on God. Sunday, I felt, I didn't even feel like hungover. I felt so mentally like drained and emo. And I'm still just like, I'm dead. I don't know how I did that every weekend in college. I feel like that's such like a cliche. No, for like, real though. Well, we did it, but like, like for what? For no, what? Seriously. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anything to add, Julie? Also, um, sorry, no. wait, let me ask really fast. How do we sound? Are we doing okay? Oh, yeah, you guys sound fine. Okay. All right. Um, so this week we're going to talk about aliens, which honestly I'm surprised that it took us to episode 12 to actually yeah. talk about aliens because we talk about aliens all the time. Um, I And it honestly just came up like we didn't really come up with this topic a long time ago it just came up because i stumbled across a documentary on prime so if you have prime you can watch it free it's called unacknowledged and it's kind of long it's like almost two hours i think yeah i didn't but realize before i started i know <laughs> literally me neither and then i like paused it to go to the bathroom or something i was like i still have like an hour 15 minutes of this. <laughs> but i think it's really well i think it was well done because 
alien documentaries can easily fall under like hokey or like cheesy or whatever yeah. or just like seem really cheap so then you don't believe them but that's when they like interviewed a bunch of like old government officials and stuff like that so yeah it seemed pretty legit so we're gonna discuss that so yeah Shaysel, you watched it today so do you want to give kind of an overview since it's freshest for you honestly i don't remember very many details <laughs> um, i mean the general overview is your classic like the government's hiding something but i did like that they had a bit of a different take with it um they talked more about like i would say like why they would be hiding it and i i, I learned a lot about how even even high up people in the government don't know, don't know about it they yeah. talked a lot about how the president tends to not know information about these things or cia directors and stuff and i never in my life would have thought that it's crazy that there is this like i mean we'll get into this when we explain more but they they talk about how there's this like this group that kind of handles all this stuff. I can't remember if they mentioned a name. They probably did, and I don't remember. I don't it. know if there was a name. Okay. They they had a name for like the type of documents they are, but I don't think there was a name for like the covert group. Like I think it's literally so covert that they don't like talk about it. Yeah, like at they all. don't even know what to call it. They're like, we know there's a group, but yeah, that like the mentioning of that group makes me think of in X Files. The cigarette smoking man and just like the the people I know, they that, had a, they had a name for that yeah for, and i can't remember what it was but it's i can't just, remember either i don't know why i never i thought that the people in charge of those things were like the cia and president i never thought that it was this higher group and that ties into so many other conspiracies with like the whole new world order stuff and everything i would say so it's interesting well and one thing i was very surprised with the cia director thing because like i feel like when i was younger obviously you think like the president is like end all be all you know in charge and then as you get older you're like oh it's like uh, like shit what is that called uh checks and balances <laughs> you learn about checks and balances in like seventh grade but then like as you get older like you learn about the cia and like so obviously the cia cia not obviously but many people believe the cia is behind a lot of assassinations of presidents and so it's like, okay, so CIA would know stuff that the president wouldn't know. But so then to me, I've always thought the CIA director would then be the end all be all, like know everything. And so the stuff they were talking about, like the alien stuff is so confidential that, yeah, it's like such a special task force that even he doesn't know it, which like, who's in charge then? Who knows it? Like that's right. me. Who's in charge of this alien stuff then? I was also like on the topic of that with how recently in I think it was supposed to be in June how like the government supposedly quote unquote released the UFO files and stuff the undisclosed UFO files like even that is not what like the full amount of information is. Oh right nowhere near it and also we'll get into this more later in the podcast i'm sure because you did bring it up a couple times i guess i haven't really dived into assassination conspiracies like with jfk i know that like you know there's always some conspiracy around that stuff but i've never taken the time to research it and they brought it up a fair amount of times and, and how it could have had to do with the fact that he knew about alien stuff and like how he wanted to research that and it makes me think of the umbrella academy oh this might be a spoiler don't yeah don't okay say i won't it say, it. say it i won't say it but okay, it's just but that i was just surprised <laughs> i was just surprised like after i mean i thought it was cool in the umbrella academy when it happened but then 
no. but then it was especially cool when it happened to Stop! <laughs> no, no. It's just cool that I'm like, wait, the Umbrella Academy knew something, actually. Yeah. Well, again, it's Gerard Way, and he's like, you know, yeah. fuck society, so it makes sense. But no, that's one. Like, you could get Chris really going, my boyfriend. For those listeners who don't know us. Um, <laughs> he is very much into like that's all he listens to is like deep secrets and they are like from what I can tell it's pretty legit because it's very well researched and documented and like there's a perfect timeline and stuff so it's like not really like hypothesizing a lot but there's like a lot of evidence for um like the CIA being behind the assassination of JFK and Martin Luther King which, like, that also, I mean, Bo Burnham said that in Inside. But, like, yeah. It's just, like, they assassinate basically anybody that is disrupting the status quo. And so by getting rid of Martin Luther King, it, like, kind of made the situation have a breaking point because it was building, 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 and they wanted to get ahead of it. I knew about MLK and how that was definitely most likely some sort of CIA plan thing, but I guess I hadn't thought about jfk being that way but it's also because i haven't like reese i know about that era but i haven't yeah. learned about it as much as civil rights stuff so yeah anyways that can be a whole different podcast we'll talk about <laughs> yeah prolific yeah. figures dying but yeah so i guess basically what we're trying to say is it covers a lot of information in the documentary so if you really want to know all the details you'll have to watch it because there's no way we could cover all of the details but essentially what it does is it goes through in chronological order the evidence that the government has of UFO slash alien life forms. And the main speakers are like old government employees who know a little bit or a lot. Like there were certain points where, one second, I have to burp so bad. There were certain points where um, the guy like wouldn't answer a question. Because he was like, oh, that's yeah. too sensitive of information. So that's why I mean, me believe it. Because again, we've seen um, many uh, alien documentary, but yeah. So I guess what's, I guess, should we kind of explain the general information? I feel like it started. I feel like you and Jill should. Okay. When did it, when did it start? Like the 40s? It started. Wait, when did what start? Like when did the documentary start with like, this is the first evidence? I feel like it was um, like I the think 40s. It was, it was like 1947 is when Roswell happened. But they were linking like the end of World War II to why the aliens first visited us around that time. Yeah. Because that was Which, like right after we used the bomb in Hiroshima. Oh, and yeah. And like a lot of these alien encounters that these government officials were recounting were them talking about how Aliens either were, like, literally straight up neutralizing missiles and, like, nuclear weapons at government facilities or, like, aliens came and told them, basically, you need to stop using nuclear weapons because it's going to have ramifications for the entire universe, not just Earth or, like, the U.S. Literally, I feel so bad that the aliens have to come all the way <laughs> over to this fucking planet to be like, can y'all stop? stop like they literally have to sink to our level you it's one of those things where like i don't know you see kids fighting on the playground and you're like they'll work it out like it'll be fine <laughs> like you have to learn your lesson you know like figure it out on your own and then it just keeps escalating you're like oh god i have to 
fucking step in and you have to like go over there and drag them apart that's the aliens to us like these fucking idiots they cannot figure it out i know but yeah so part of the evidence like you said was like timing around when we were doing a lot of nuclear testing and like but one of the other things is a lot of the sightings are near nuclear testing sites yeah that was another thing and so it's like um a lot of the sightings would were like they would come they would see a ufo come and like chill for like 30 seconds and then leave so a lot of the thoughts are like they're literally just scoping it out like they're sending scouts to like see what we're up to they were saying that like they think that the aliens probably literally think of us as like hostile and they're like kind of scared to interact with us because we have such like a militarized view of how we should treat aliens and so why wouldn't they like feel afraid to communicate with us when we are literally like we can't tell anybody that it's happening first of all and then we have to have all these weapons to try and like combat aliens under the guise of just military spending they they like gave an exact number of how much money is spent by the government that literally no one knows what it goes to. Like nobody in Congress or the president even knows where it's going. Yeah. Oh, one thing on that level that I found interesting was they like again, these are government officials who like had clearance. They rebuilt a UFO. Like they fixed one up. Um and then the other one was what I forget what type of plane, but it's like the V-shaped kind of plane. Yeah, that came out. Um, there's a UFO that was that shape, so we literally just like copied the alien technology to like build a plane, like that looked like it because we're like learning from them. But no, yeah. one thing that made me sad was what you're saying the like militarization thing, because if you think about it, like. There's a lot of alien movies, obviously, and they always end up being, like, apocalyptic. And in yeah. the movies, it's like, oh, we tried to be nice, but they're mean. <laughs> Literally the only movie, which is – this is part of the reason it was so big, where it was, like, exposing us and, like, the aliens were nice was Avatar. Because if you yeah. think about any other alien movie, we're playing nice and then the aliens are mean. It's, like, alien technology is definitely so much – if they're visiting us – they have such better technology, they could wipe us out. No problem. So. Yeah. And they haven't. Shout out. But like oh you can- I was I was gonna say it's it's strange that we see them that way. I think it's just because I mean, I guess it's the world too to an extent, but America just sees People are afraid of what they don't understand. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> like of course of course America would think that like they're inherently violent somehow it is it is the epitome of uh, of just what projection is but like in in the largest scale possible yeah well that's the thing is like they're talking about how an alien invasion would be something that would like literally unite everyone <clears throat> on earth because what what greater enemy could there be than something literally from space like from a different planet And they were suggesting that, first of all, the U.S. government has, like, alien technology that we have created and, like, reverse engineered. And they have, like, a shit ton of UFOs that they've made and that they've used to, like, trick people in the country into thinking that they've actually seen an alien UFO and, like, use that as psychological warfare as, like, a false flag type event. 
I forgot to about try that. to like unite people. So they were suggesting that like the U.S. right now could stage a full on alien invasion and we would never know the difference. That I was. Ugh, that scared me so much when they said that because I'm like, yeah, that ass they could like how am i how would i know i don't know shit about alien technology right so i feel like like, oh my god there's alien technology i know and that's that's the thing like if that were the case i would be like first of all i'd be like okay i know that the aliens are not here to harm us so everyone can calm down but then if it is the u.s like they are gonna try to kill people right because they're trying to like make it seem as real as possible so then how do you be like well fuck like that's actually the government (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, remember, I remember that when they brought that up they they did kind of explain why but i i still don't understand like why I, okay i get why they, why the government would want to reverse engineer ufos and like just alien craft shit because like we could use it but i don't understand why they want to like make us think that we're seeing ufo sightings like what's the purpose for control so like if a big revolution were to come where we're against the government because i feel like lately at least our generation a lot more people are like catching on (laughs) to the government's bullshit yeah so if people start getting pissed and more and more like anti-government then if an alien force comes and starts killing us then it's like basically like i don't know like fucking caesar like taking over and then he just they won't cede power you know they'll be like well let us just like help you out right now and then afterwards we'll deal with all these issues you were talking about and and the show, The Boys, that I've briefly mentioned to you guys, it's like, I'm sure you guys have at least heard of it outside of me talking about it. It's like superheroes, but, and like the monopoly they have, but they're actually like terrible people and these people like fight them, whatever. Um, in that, they stage these like heroic events so that they have this propaganda of them being great. And then actually like, for example, they just let a plane fall one time once they were done with like saying like, oh, look, we saved the day or we tried. And this is literally the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I, I was thinking that they oh, out. <laughs> they like use UFO sightings as a way to scare people and to like instill in them, like kind of like just brainwash them into thinking that aliens are scary and are there to harm you. Because they also suggested that like, well, that's like, OK, one of the questions that that guy refused to answer I think he he did say that they did this for sure, but he was refusing to answer like more deeply questions that the U.S. government has like gone so far as to stage alien abductions of people. And this guy was like, yeah, we've we've done that like a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I can also totally see like, you know, they were doing all these experiments like 60s and 70s and then got caught. Joe can probably rattle off the name in different experiments, but basically everybody knows, you know, like doing like psychedelic testing and like just basically like that reaches the human mind and stuff. I can totally see them then being like, shit, okay, we cannot do it how we were doing it before. So if it's aliens abducting you, yeah, and A, you're discredited because nobody's going to believe that. B, if people do believe it, then it's aliens. It's not our fault. Like aliens did it. And so if they like abduct you in that sense damn um, the greatest way to shift the blame literally the government using aliens as a scapegoat makes me so mad because yeah like 
they're the first ones to be like, aliens aren't real. But if they were, they're the ones that are going to kill you, not us. So literally, it's like, yeah. pick, a, pick a lane. Yeah. Like, either they're not real or we should be afraid. Like, we shouldn't be afraid, but at least stick to your narrative that you're deciding to have. Like, oh, my God, it makes me so mad. I know. I, I want to mention, they didn't talk about this in the documentary, but I listened to a, a couple podcasts recently about this quote-unquote real-life alien that, like, came to Earth and... Alf. <laughs> is his name actually Alf? No. <laughs> you know the show Alf? Wait, Elf? Alf? Alf. A-L-F. It's like, what is this? Something <laughs> alien life force... And it's like a giant, like, Muppet type thing. I thought that thing was one of the Muppets. No. It was like its own show. It's like in the, look it up. Yeah. It's like from the 80s. It's just ALF. Just search it. He'll show up. My man's. He's got like a Baird's Tepier nose. (laughs) Joe, look at Oh, that thing. Oh, oh the disc looks like an anteater. <laughs> so that's okay. I'm glad now the joke's funny now that because you, you're like, there was a real alien. I'm like, oh my god, it was Alf. <laughs> oh, he didn't look like a monster, like an animal. This guy, like, looked like a real person, and apparently he was like hot and like really smart. Oh, this is the he had a super high about- IQ. Yeah. yeah, what was his name? Something he like was Hercules like, or something. His name it was Valiant Thor. Thor. <laughs> Hercules Thor. I was on like the god. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why this alien would choose these stupid fucking English words as their I name. Don't but like, why. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he specifically like went and talked to President Eisenhower because I guess he was known for like making deals with aliens in the past that's like a rumor that's about him MO. yeah classic ike well apparently one of the things that he like negotiated with aliens was that it would be okay for them to abduct people as long as they just return them safely oh my god can you just just borrow them <laughs> just as long bar- as you give them back <laughs> like oh okay but this guy valiant thor came to earth and told president eisenhower like i'm here to help you and what I need you to do is disarm all the nuclear weapons in the world. Like you need to make that happen. I'm I'm an, I'm gonna need you to <laughs> disarm every single nuke ever that even the ones that you're not in control of. Things. Yeah, that was what he wanted everyone to do. Like he said that that was gonna have such catastrophic event. Like what's the word? Consequences for like everyone in the universe. And I guess there's, like, one picture of him that exists. People, oh, like, you, saw this man. He dude, was living on it. Earth for years. I think you saw yeah. this group when he was sexy. Yeah. He, like, went to the UN. He talked at a bunch of conferences. So, again, I... Okay. That's the type of shit where, again, I'm like, just say that aliens are real then. Because I couldn't just go to the UN and speak. Do you know how difficult right? that is to get in? So, they're believing in aliens enough to let this man go speak at the UN. Yeah, like, like I, I guess from like the moment he got there, they were just like letting him in to the White House to go talk to Eisenhower. Oh my god! So doors open. I don't know. And I he said how- he said he like watches Earth, and he's like Stalker. we. Well, he know he knew some futuristic shit, so he was like trying to warn certain people that he needed to help him, and they wouldn't listen to him, and they almost died. 
and he was like, I fucking told you, you better listen to me. First of all, that that sounds like the plot to a movie that would honestly be really good. (laughs) Second of all, I'm still stuck on the fact that Eisenhower said that it was okay (laughs) for aliens to abduct humans as long as they bring them back. Like the fact that Eisenhower just speaks for all of humanity (laughs) in saying that. Right. Well, okay. So the other negotiation. (laughs) No, literally. I guess like they had proposed a deal to him that they like he could get alien technology to use like whatever in exchange for disarming American nuclear warheads once again and he did not accept this offer because uh, i guess he can uh, offer up people for abduction but doesn't want i was to, like, like it's like i'd rather you just war. actually take some of my citizens please yeah <laughs> can i get a so fucking then, uh, american citizen <laughs> that was when he met up with a different alien species who gave them this mm. other offer of just abducting people mm. it's yeah. like shark tank <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have a deal, guys. (laughs) I'll offer you one UFO for 10% of your American citizens. (laughs) No, I actually have been watching Hello Shark Tank lately. Oh. (laughs) Just to change the subject. And Robert, he's the cutie one with the brown hair. He always sits on the end. He actually, I love him because he is a first-generation immigrant oh and he like started in his garage and like built up so and he sold his tech company for like 350 million bucks okay but Jeff when- Bezos <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but okay first of all he's only a millionaire oh weak <laughs> wow but, uh, but when the other some of the other sharks are like being head asses and like being dicks and like rich people he like bitches them out He's like, you cannot speak like that on the air. Like, people are listening to you for advice, and you cannot just tell people to just give up if their business isn't working. Like, you can't just be like, give up. This sucks. Like, you can't speak like that. And I'm like, good for you. I love him. So, anyways, it's just cool. that's our plug. This episode <laughs> sponsored by Shark Tank. <laughs> I wish. Honestly, like, what like a dope makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it makes sense a little bit. In our, uh, in, did you guys have to take a class senior year of high school? Ours is called consumer and it basically like taught you how to be an adult. It like taught you how to write a check and like get a mortgage and shit. No. Okay, she sells nodding. We did that. It had it was like a all of our classes were semester classes, but this was like a quarter class. A lot of people did it over the summer, myself included. Yeah. It was like I took oral communications in that class freshman year summer and i one don't remember anything from that class two the entire class was literally just like some interactive thing online where you you'd like have this little avatar and like it would teach you to go to the bank they played on like, iron sounds fun. <laughs> oh my god they're like literally like play the sims right now but it was like it just like the educational boring version and then at the end of the cl- literally our teacher never taught us anything it was just this like simulation thing and then at the end of the class we like we watched catch me if you can <laughs> we watched catch an me educational if you can. movie <laughs> because it's like they're like oh it has to do with like, forging checks yeah. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> Wait, is that the movie with um, that's with Leo? Okay, and he's like running around. He's saying, "Catch me!" I, if you I watched can. Like, he's, half he's of like, that and not the rest. Oh my god, it's actually a really good movie because it's a true story. That's why oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's right. it's him and Tom. It's kind of making me sad. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of depressing. But, anyways, <laughs> no. So, in consumer, we 
again, it teaches you like how to be an adult. So we had to take it senior year, which I think is smart because that's like you're about like you need the information now as opposed to when you're 14. Right. Like why would they <laughs> for me, they suggested like most people took it after freshman, like freshman year or so, the summer going into sophomore year. And I don't understand why that was like what was suggested because I don't remember shit. Yeah. Um, But in it, one of our projects was come up with a product and then give a shark tank uh like <laughs> what is that shit called performance <laughs> pitch. What is pitch pitch so i actually remember my mind was contact lenses that had a camera in them so okay, you blink black mirror queen. i know you blinked really hard and you could take a picture when you blinked really hard because like when you naturally blinked you didn't want like a picture every time you blink <laughs> but if you like squinted your eyes like squeeze them shut took a picture yeah and then like i've seen stuff where it's like companies are trying this i was like um where's my i should have copyrighted that I came up <laughs> yeah. with it when i was 18 for it's the collective consumer. consciousness thing for real okay also unrelated to consumer ad but just reminded me of the other class i was taking oral com i just remembered so in oral communication that like, we would have to write speeches basically um and one of them was like a gripe speech i remember i talked about condescending people and then mm -hmm. i just remembered i totally forgot about this until now That's your we had to write there. literally we had to write a eulogy <laughs> <laughs> for yourself or like real but like a lot of people including myself cried like I <laughs> My eulogy was my grandpa that died that year. Oh my god! Like before you wrote that so, or after? That's so inappropriate. I cried while giving the speech, just like most people in the class. No, no, I mean, did your grandpa die? Like, no, he died before. Can you imagine? Oh, he died okay. after. Oh my, oh my <laughs> god! No. Oh my god, that is wow. so. That's just not appropriate. <laughs> I cannot yeah, believe that, that was I'm allowed. A, they probably. That's why I. I just thought of it. I totally forgot about that. And I'm like, at the time, it felt so normal because that was just what every class did. And afterwards, like my friend Sarah and I would talk about it because we're like, oh, she was in a different class, and she was like, yeah, I cried when I gave mine, and I cried while I gave mine, and everyone cried. Like, what the fuck was that? Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, back to aliens. <laughs> I don't even remember where. Oh, it was, we were talking about Eisenhower making deals with yeah. aliens because I was like, oh, Shark Tank. But but again, what makes that interesting is how there. So there's a few. Um, was it Jimmy Kimmel Tonight Show things? I think it was him. Oh, yeah. We're like Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton is on after he was president. And he, Jimmy's like, Area 51, like, are aliens real? And Bill Clinton was essentially like, I plead the fifth. Like, he was like, I'm not going to answer that. And so it's like, unless he's a total dick, you don't, like, say that. Like, I don't know. I feel like, like, he would, he would either be like, no, they're not. Sorry. If they weren't real. Because, like, why would he, like, yeah, you don't play the game if they weren't real? I thought he said something, like, weird. Like, that could have been interpreted weirdly. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what he said either, but I know that it was indicative of. I remember he did like plead the fifth, but I I feel like he said a little more even before. Like, I'll get in trouble if I give you the real answer, right? Or and, something oh. like that. And he did say something like, "I swear that sounded like he was affirming it." Like I might have missed. Yeah, it, I feel like he was affirming it. A yeah, little I, bit. I thought that he was like. Yeah, UFOs are real, basically, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm surprised that he said that, but, but I, I feel like, oh, I think he said like. Um, like I don't know. Like I'm he's like there's something like even I don't know. Yeah, I think he yeah, was then alluding to like how it's above him. But that's yeah. what I was gonna say is like so 
now they don't know apparently like the president doesn't really know so how did it get to eisenhower to make those deals which actually i don't know when was the cia formed do we know um i think like the 50s or 40s. yeah it's relatively relatively new in the grand scheme of america i'm gonna google it maybe Eisen. well when was eisenhower I don't know when he was in like the 50s. It said 57 was one of those dealings. I can imagine that group developing like later 50s and forward in time because maybe before then, I'm sure that there were encounters with aliens and stuff, but wasn't as pressing of an issue maybe. So like at the time Eisenhower could still handle it and then the group was like, it needs to be us. Um, 1947. And then Eisen, yeah. So it's like, wait one second. Yeah, I guess because he was so nineteen fifty three to sixty one are the exact dates. So yeah, it was like still coming up. I feel like alien shit was still new. That they were like, yeah, this is dope. Like, yeah, everybody get in on this. And then they were like, let's not. Let's maybe keep this a little more secret. Which yeah. Oh God, I understand. <clears throat> so this is actually one thing I very much remember when I was younger. My dad and I were watching something where it mentioned the government about how like the public doesn't know everything and I was like mad I was like everybody has the right to know and my dad was like well there are certain times where like if everybody knew every single detail it would like create like mass panic or like over like people overreacting and stuff and that like pissed me off that he said that as I've gotten older I do understand like um I don't know I just watched the movie Deep Impact which is like when a meteor is coming at the earth and they okay so it's from the night it's from 97 um a meteor is coming at the earth and the government knows about it but they don't come out until they like have a plan to solve it and so i was watching that i was like okay i do understand now the merits of withholding information until like because they don't want to be like a meteor is coming to earth yikes (laughs) and then like everybody just freaks out ransacks the stores and whatever but for them to wait like a month and then be like meteors coming but this is our plan to solve it like i do understand that from like a leadership perspective and like maintaining like order but you should still come out with the truth eventually like i understand like you find out new information you shouldn't just like blurt it out immediately like figure out the best way to present it or like where to go from that information but i don't think it's justified to like just withhold information completely yeah I feel like it should be a priority. Like, I understand even if it takes up to a year or something to figure out the proper way to spread that information, or maybe even a couple years, I don't know. But the fact that something about aliens has taken so long for the government to even confirm to an extent by, like, releasing those papers, I I just don't understand it at all. And, like, like, I do agree with what you said about how there is merit to them withholding it until they can strategically think of a way to communicate that to the public in the same way that like let's say you're in a super emotional state that might not be the moment to confront someone about an issue you have to like process that first and think of the right way to go about it but still yeah or like if there's like a company and you hear there's gonna be layoffs you're not just gonna turn around be like okay there's layoffs i don't know who's going yet right like you wait until you have like how you're gonna approach it and then you tell it because there's no point in people knowing and freaking out before you know how to go forward so like again i get it but like this shit been happening for almost 
a century like let's yeah can we just like talk about it please because also I, I feel like if the public knows there might be some people coming out being like oh this is information you could have because also yeah I'm sure there's plenty of people there's a lot of people who like don't talk about alien sightings or abductions because it's like taboo and like shit on i just think that <laughs> it's fucked up for the government to basically have like gaslit every person yeah. that has had an experience True. for the past yeah, it's like gatekeep girl however a decade however many decades and i don't know like i feel like it would have been better if they just had like so alien shit started out with the government investigating it because they needed to make sure that aliens weren't hostile towards us and like ufos weren't coming here to fuck us up basically so like i understand why it would have been in the public eye for that reason just to make sure like people know that they're not a threat but i feel like i almost wish that they wouldn't have said like no they don't exist like i feel like they should have just ended it right there yeah. and like not spoken about it and told people a lie well, basically yeah. to just like now recant that lie and be like yeah we actually like do think ufos exist and well, we makes- have for a long time it just makes it more sus it's like yeah. if they came out and they were like we don't have a lot of information so we don't want people to work up but yes we've like had encounter but we're not going to release every single detail because we're still figuring it out okay but but they're like no 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 don't even think about no it. i swear to god if you ask again we actually will assassinate you so no it's yeah. like okay so what are you doing that it needs Seriously. to be such a big secret like you're making it a bigger deal it's one of those things they should be hiding it in plain sight because yeah. people not knowing that's where all the conspiracies come out and a lot of the information obviously like we're sharing because we're like okay we need to figure out what the answer is so let's all sh- like share amongst ourselves as citizens it's like they should just come out with it to an extent and be open about it because then they can do shady shit behind closed doors. But we'd be like, oh, they're being honest about it. And we wouldn't like be sus. But again, it's like, why are they hiding it? What are they doing? Okay. I don't know what you just there's something you said. I was gonna say I don't know what you just said, but I did I do <laughs> I know like, what you just okay, said. Okay, cool. No, I do know what you just said. But there was something you said earlier when you started talking again that mentioned like it made me think of assassinations again for a second if you even ask we'll assassinate you yeah the the main guy from the documentary of course i don't remember his name um it was stephen greer okay stephen greer he mentioned that one of bill clinton's friends came to his home and told him that if bill clinton were to pry into this he could end up like kennedy and i would yeah i was confused about that for multiple reasons because because one why was bill clinton's friend having dinner at this guy's house i wasn't super sure about that connection i'm not saying that i'm sus about it for these reasons i'm just confused about where they came up from two he was very emotional about it he was saying this was oh he my said, god i know he, he said this like, was a coming of age to cry yeah he said this is a coming of age moment for me and they really made sure to highlight his emotional his emotionalness at the time because he was like sorry and they like cut to like him like coughing and like choking up again it's like <laughs> why is this like it's like they're trying to like i could not understand what they were talking i know i think how i took that was showing the reality for it is for people on the inside where you want to believe that like the government's good like if you work for the government obviously you're going to believe in the government and stuff and then he hears that like clinton might end up that way then he's like oh shit like there actually is 
bad things going on and like this is scary like that's how I took it was like how he said coming of age was like an eye-opener for like I don't know he took off his rose-colored glasses about the situation I mean it still was like not I didn't get emotionally moved from that but I think that was the intention was showing because again a lot of them were government agents I think it was showing like I don't know the humanity aspect of them of like oh scary (laughs) i don't know if this is like mean but i don't know why these people would just blindly believe the government was telling them everything because why i I don't know i mean that's a lot of america but still like why if you're not told if you're not told to question it why would you question it that's that's a good point and goes back to what we always talk about with like anti-vaxxers and everything and how like older people are obsessed about the internet and yet they're the first to believe things that they see on the internet. It's because I think that when they went to school or didn't go to school, they never learned about critical analysis skills. And I'm assuming that the time when they grew up, well, not assuming there was so much more American propaganda and stuff that they probably thought that like America is everything. Like even, even older Americans that are closer to being leftist still like, are proud to be an American and shit. So I feel like they were just ingrained with this ideology that not many of us young people have, which helps us question things more. That makes sense. I don't know. I also just like, I don't know how they could fully believe the government is telling them like the truth because clearly they lie about shit. That's not even like fully clandestine. Like they clearly lie to their employees about things that they aren't allowed to know i think so like how would you just like not along those lines like how people have like high security clearance why would you be like or why wouldn't you be like okay why is there a need for having high security security clearance like if they're not literally like not telling us the full truth about everything i think how i picture it is like when you're really little you just like believe your parents like my parents know everything like and they know what's best and they know how to take care of me and then as you get older you start to like kind of question them and like I don't know like my parents basically were like it's okay for you to question me but at the end of the day like I still know best like I am an adult I've lived this before so I'm gonna show you how to do it and then like I don't know around our age I mean in the past like five years I've been like oh my god my parents are humans like they're fallible and like not that I You know what I mean? Like, I've just been thinking about because I'm at the age where I could have kids. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not near perfect. Yeah. So neither are my parents. But I think there are some people who never get to the point. Like, they get to the point of like, wait, do you know everything? And then the government's like, yes, we do. And but you're not old enough to know the kind of thing where it's like there's family drama and, you know, there's family drama. But like your parents are like, it's not you don't need to know it. It doesn't involve you. You're not old enough to know. Yeah, I feel like that's like how people who think the government knows everything and is right approaches the like security clearance thing of like you don't need to know it doesn't affect you. And they just like believe that. Which like why would you believe that? But that's I how I I'm like view that's it. like so not who I am as a person to just be like, okay, I guess we got to deal with that. Right. No, I I definitely I definitely agree with you because it is still difficult to understand how even without the tools that we've been given in our generation, I still don't understand how people wouldn't. It's not in their nature to critically think in that way. But for the people who haven't, for whatever reason, I can I can even see it being like I'm picturing it in terms of a relationship. 
if you have like the smallest clue that someone might be cheating on you, but you know, it's like not sufficient evidence, you might ask your partner, but like calm, like it's like, oh, well, you know, it's most likely not true. And they'll be like, oh no, of course it's not true. And they're like, okay. And they were actually cheating on you. So it's like, you don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, yeah. 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 So that's, I mean, if that weren't the case for the majority of Americans, a lot of this stuff wouldn't still be going on. You know, yeah. like a lot of people just don't want to know. They want to just be able to. Live Can't believe life. there's people that don't want to believe. I just my even before watching this documentary, I know you guys have heard me talk about this, but like I believe in aliens, even if it's like an amoeba, like even right. if it's not like intel, yeah. like intelligent, like it is so anthropocentric our approach to like life on another planet because we're like water and carbon and oxygen and and temperatures (laughs) it's like okay well life formed like in the water with like so they didn't even breathe oxygen and stuff and it's like it's just they're approaching it as in it has to be like earth but it's like there could be different forms of life that exist under different conditions why are we looking for things that apply to like earth life you know like it just drives me crazy like the whole thing with mars there's there's water on mars it's like okay cool then that's like okay like maybe there is life there that's like us but why why is that only now making us have our minds open to life being there because there's water like there could have been life there without water yeah and most people definitely don't know the word anthropocentric and definitely don't know the definition of it so (laughs) i feel like they wouldn't even they wouldn't even think of themselves thinking that way okay for listener, if you don't, anthropocentric is like human centered. So you're looking at like if we're one thing that I also say is anthro- anthropocentric is like um, when people say something would be the end of the world, but in reality, it's just it would just kill all the humans. And so that's anthropocentric because you're saying it's the end of the world because humans are at the center of the world. It's like, no, it's not like, do you know how many other species there are here? Like, they could keep living. They don't need humans to survive. And so, like, I mean, maybe the only thing would be, like, nuclear decimation where, like, every single thing on the earth dies. But something like, God forbid, COVID got so bad that everybody got in, like, in the stand, you know, like, everybody. Yeah. That's still, like, anthropocentric because it's, like, other like trees still lived that's still a living thing you know like yeah all that kind of stuff i don't know so that's like that's what anthropocentric means so that's why i was saying that about aliens because we're looking for life as if they have to like live how we live and like need the sources that we need to survive when they don't period (laughs) (laughs) i feel like in my classes like we literally learn like these are the things you need for life. Oh, but, yeah. And, like, for, I don't know. Like, clearly, I don't know. I can't like remember food, what they even were. Food, wanted. water. Oh, no, like, car- like carbon, like, specific yeah. things. Yeah. 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 And so, but it's, like, again, even if you just look at Earth, there's many different life forms that survive off of different sources. Yeah. Like, even just from like gills versus lungs, like even just as simple as that. Or like plants, like plant food, oh, they digest nutrients, but it's like, okay, they're like absorbing nutrients. They're not like putting it through a whole digestive system. Like it's still different. So. Right. 
and also how they respirate like using carbon dioxide and then give off oxygen instead of the way we do it so even all this like conspiracy aside i just think that it's unrealistic to believe that there's no other living form and not even like let's say even in the universe like if you want to say in the milky way in our own galaxy maybe maybe but like our entire universe no there's gotta be something else yeah i think this above all other things that like don't have evidence that people want to prove this one with there could be zero evidence which obviously there's plenty of and it's still like it's just impossible for there not to be other life like you said it's what regardless of like what type of life it is like it has to exist it just doesn't make sense i don't know why it doesn't make sense statistically but like it just (laughs) it just feels impossible with how vast the universe is especially because he mentioned at the beginning which i didn't know this that um i think that for every grain of sand is another planet out there like earth which i know you just said that it doesn't need to be like earth for it to be habitable but still it's it's like i i didn't know that fact and that's really fucking crazy yeah well and what's interesting too is usually when you're looking up at the sky the stars you see are actually whole galaxies you're seeing a whole galaxy instead of just a star but also one thing i found really interesting that they said in the documentary is the guy said that there's more physical evidence for aliens than there is for climate change and obviously climate change is real because we see the evidence and so there's a lot of evidence for aliens but because we've been so brainwashed that aliens existing is like your crock pot if you believe that like well also people think that a lot of it is eyewitness testimony which like doesn't hold up at all in terms of like actual evidence for things yeah but what sucks too is like there are videos or like radar scans where they see ufos but then people are just like it's edited yeah which like i i get like stay skeptical that's basically what we've been saying the whole time but then it's like what do you want people to do then yeah like what do you want you want me to bring an alien to your home (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know what to do for you dude yeah i mean even like even though i witness testimony doesn't particularly hold up in terms of evidence i still think like with the amount of people who've seen ufos and who have stories of like being either abducted or like experiencing time slips or just something like that like statistically there's literally so many all over the world every single day like I don't think that it's possible for everyone to be lying or for it to just for everyone to be like hallucinating something if this like went to court the amount of eyewitness testimony and then the amount of physical plus the amount of physical evidence like Aliens yeah. would be like convicted of existing True. but like it would like our justice system would be like that's enough evidence yeah but i don't know yeah aliens exist i mean they put people in prison with much less evidence yeah, so exactly. yeah um i don't know if you guys remember i didn't like pick up on all the details for this but i feel like we should mention what they were talking about with like do you guys remember what they're talking about with energy and like oh, because so about matter a, how it can be created or destroyed i don't remember that but you can also explain that i was thinking of like the whole fossil fuels thing but i also want to hear that um i forget how it applied in this context but it's just like matter can't be created or destroyed so like um like when you burn a stick or something the stick disappears but what it turned into was like the fire and then it turned into like the 
Ash. Ash. So then their point was like, okay, when like, I think what the point was, was like when a person disappears and everybody says they're abducted, but then everybody also says they're not abducted. It's like they have to be somewhere. So where are they? They can't just like poof into midair. Like it literally doesn't work like that. Or was, was there something about like literally using like the, they found a way to use like some alien that's source? What, that's what I was thinking. They were talking about how our um like every all our, all of our innovations should be like a hundred years. Oh forward. yeah, oh. if they had like used this, I can't even remember what it was. So I think what it was was it was more or less unlimited energy. Yeah. Um, but if we do that then the big economic players believe that without with unlimited energy then there will be no economy because then like the reason yeah, that no need things for... cost is because you have to pay for the human and like, like machine that. energy put into yeah. making it and you have to pay for the electricity to run the machine and whatever but if there's no um if you don't have to pay for the things to make it, then it has no value. But then they disputed that. They're like, you still would pay for like things would be cheaper, I think. Like, but I would still pay for like the artistry of something. You know, like you still I Yeah. Like you still took the time, if nothing else. But like you're, yeah, you're you can still pay for like services. Right. And I mean we find ways to capitalize on literally everything. I have no doubt yeah. they will find a way. <laughs> yeah, they'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I know but, that part made me kind of sad. I'm like, yeah, we yeah, could have. Well, because they were talking about how in the seventies, like literally, there's that that seventies show scene with about like the car that runs on water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that was a real thing. Me neither. And then that guy, what happened to him? He like disappeared or something. I don't. He might have. I don't remember. I don't remember if they said he disappeared, but I would believe it. I do remember that like before he could even get a patent on it they like shut him down and i think he like came out saying like oh yeah it just didn't work out or some shit when yeah. like really it was that what made me really sad was hearing about how it would we could have i mean you know i don't know how true this is necessarily but like based on what these people are saying with this energy we could have eradicated pollution basically and other similar things that are ruining this planet which is so fucking sad yeah yeah it's just like at the end of the day it's all just like greed based that's all yeah. it is. It's like greed for money and power. It's like capitalism. Yeah. Sucks. Yep. Shout out. <laughs> all right. Do we have anything else we want to say about it? Um. Let me check my notes. I know. I didn't know we were going to end up talking about it. So I didn't take notes on it because I was just watching it. But then I yeah. was like, oh, this shit good. I know. It was, really, it was like really really good i was pretty like captivated i'm i'm glad you guys liked it so much because like i said jill i'm like you probably know most if not all of this information i just thought the way it was presented like you said was captivating and they did it in a very good way that it was easy to follow because also yeah. sometimes with this where there's so much information i like get lost i'm like wait what the hell are you talking about like, i know did this happen? i feel like, like they did a good yeah job. i like the way that it was them interviewing old government employees because i feel like usually it's like eyewitness testimony of people who are just like regular civilians so there's no like credibility to really back these people up so it's cool to see like the opposite side where people are more credible and they say like matter of factly that all these things existed yeah okay the two things that i want to bring up um 
it, one of them was that the main guy once again forgot his name whatever um the main guy <laughs> apparently like the cia director and i believe someone else i don't think it would have been the president but CIA director and some other official like came to his house for dinner um and asked him for information that he had on alien stuff. And then afterwards, the CIA, the CIA director sent him a letter saying that, oh, yeah, this dinner never happened. And that like anything he says is a distortion of the of the truth. But thankfully, this guy had the original letter of the invitation or something, which like, you know, whatever could be doctored. But I don't necessarily think it was. And that's just like crazy that he was. I mean, I, this isn't compared to everything the government does. This is probably like the least malicious thing but the fact that they use him for his information and then made him sound crazy for saying any of those things after the fact yeah and like literally in that in that invitation it was like people are gonna try to like discredit you so hard no matter what you say and then the like the next day he's like yeah that didn't happen like literally what happened to this guy (laughs) he completely changed his mind yeah he's just a a straight-up liar the second thing I have to say is that, I mean, I, I knew that Marilyn Monroe was assassinated, but I also didn't know that much about the reasons behind that. And at least based on this documentary, they were talking about how she was she was having an affair with both of the Kennedy brothers when there are many, but like JFK and then another one. Girl boss. <laughs> For real. Robert. Yeah. And I didn't know that it was so when I learned that it was two of them. And two, I, I guess like once people started, like it you know started becoming known then they like cut things off with her and as a result when she was like being ignored by them she was like i'm gonna like hold the press conference and like leak this information that you guys told me if you guys don't get back to me type of thing and then she was killed which that to me i mean obviously she should not have been killed is not her fault at all what i'm gonna say is gonna sound victim blaming but it's not that to me is she must have known some shit where they took the threat that seriously yeah so how did she not realize you cannot just threaten to leak that stuff how do you like she must have known some stuff how did she not realize that they're like okay we'll just kill you then like like what like why would she not that's all i'm like okay i'm not victim blaming because she should not have been killed they should just be open and honest with the public yeah but i feel like if i knew that stuff i'd be so i wouldn't even I try to leak it, obviously, but I would not tell some tell somebody in the government in a position yeah, of power that I'm going to leak it because then obviously they're going to kill me. Like <laughs> once, yeah, yeah. Doink, like they're they're once, not going to take any chance. Like they yeah, don't give a fuck. I would leak it and then like stay like exist in the public eye. I would like literally just like live yeah in in public areas because then I'm like <laughs> they. You know, if I live at home, they're going to come to my home and kill me and then say it's a suicide. And But everybody would know, but they would still kill me. But if I'm in, like, a public place, it'd be harder to get away with. Yeah. Good that plan. Scary. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Well. So that's our truth of the week. Not yeah. conspiracy theory. No. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I can say with full confidence aliens exist and this i believe it before this documentary but if you're interested again it's unacknowledged on amazon prime you can probably rent it without prime but it's free if you do have it um yeah so you can find thank you for listening you can find us um on spotify and are we still on apple yeah we're on apple Podcasts. apple Podcasts, 
Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we are now every other Tuesday, as we said last week, but just a reminder, we're every other Tuesday now because we are busy, busy girls and we want to make sure that the podcast episodes are good and well done and well edited and not just kind of rush them out because we feel like it should be every week. So you can find us every other week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, all right. Check out. Bye. Bye. Bye.